fashion. This is all in for the love of the game. This is Love Set Match. Andre Agassi had this goal, you don't have to be better than everyone else in the draw when you go out on the court. Like, you have to be better than someone that's across the net. I think you got to stay active in a sport sense, you know, go out there, do some sports. I think it always makes you feel better, maybe you're more tired in the very moment, but actually the rest of the day feels better. And then I think giving back as well, you know, making other people happy is going to give you a good feeling too. Merry Christmas and happy holidays, everyone. Welcome to Tennis Pal Chronicles. This is a special podcast to feed your passion for all things tennis, and we're doing a holiday gift guide for 2021. Can you believe that it's almost New Year's? And with me is my hostess with the mostess, Valerie Garcia. How are you? I am doing well, Philip. How are you? I'm doing great. I can't believe we're days away from a 2022 start, a new year. It's kind of crazy. It's gone by really fast, yeah. as we say every year, I guess. <laughs> well, especially in these pandemic years, you know, it's been uh, crazy that we're still in COVID. We're still struggling through all of that. You know, we're just going to do our best and hope for an amazing 2022, right? Yes, Hopefully. Yeah. We've got, you you got to keep the hope, right? Yes, absolutely. And stay positive. And, <laughs> I mean, thankfully, we're still out there playing tennis, uh, even though we have the Omicron variant happening. And, and in fact, one of my students just tested positive for COVID this week. Uh, he sent me a text saying he's not coming out on Sunday. And I was so sad. You know, I told him, of course, go get tested again because a lot of false positives, right? Mm -hmm. A couple of my friends had that. Yeah, I heard uh, one of the radio stations I listened to, like a radio host, had the same thing happen. False positive. Correct, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, feel safe on the court, uh, out there playing tennis, uh, enjoying the weather. Right now, we're getting a little uh, break in the rain. It's been kind of raining out there in Southern California. Yeah, I think that there's more coming this week, too. I think on around Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, right around but, Christmas, huh? Yeah, and look at us. like We have like three days of rain in one month <laughs> or, or all like all year. And we're like, oh, it's really rainy. Can't play tennis. <laughs> well, it's good for my trees anyways, my avocado and fruit trees. So <laughs> There you go. I'm yes. Ha ha oh, there you go again, rubbing it in. You have an avocado tree to <laughs> everyone else. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the life of Southern California. That's true. But I, I often bring them to the court, share them, uh, especially lemons, because, wow, we have so many lemons right now. How funny. I, I have avocado and a lemon tree as well. So. I think it's the thing to do in SoCal, you know? Yeah. And you know what? They're actually really expensive at the store, both of those things. So it's great to have those trees. It really is. Gosh. You, you can uh, make a lot of friends that way. <laughs> Yeah, I get a lot of hints, for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. But we have sun today, so are you going to be playing any tennis today? Yeah, we're actually doing our annual Christmas party for our tennis community, usually at a friend's house. But <clears throat> this year we're doing it outside at the park, so it's not exactly the same. No gift exchange, probably, and no, you know, kind of... Christmas hat fanfare, all of that kind of stuff. But we're getting together, having a barbecue. Everybody's wearing masks. We're bringing additional masks. And we'll play tennis and have a lot of fun, I think. Nice. 
That's awesome. And it worked out that the weather is actually pretty good today because it's been wet and cold. And actually, the mornings are really cold. Sorry, East Coasters, but, you know, for us, 50s, I'm like freezing to death. (laughs) Actually, I think it was like 40 this morning, 41 or something. Yeah. So that's, you know, ungodly to me. I can't can't do it. (laughs) It's true. It's true. We we freeze and can't move. But let's start talking about our gift guide. I mean, I have so many great ideas uh, for someone who is looking for a gift for their friend. And of course, this is Christmas time and, and this is the time to gift give. But this is not just for Christmas. Obviously, if there's an anniversary or a birthday, these are all really great uh, choices for you to give to the tennis lover in your life. And uh, we've been doing it for so long, uh, Valerie, I thought it'd be fun to just share a little bit about the background on you know what we do to buy tennis presents for our tennis friends. Nice. Um, bring it on. I mean, you could definitely, you could start by paying attention to them and see that they always wear a Roger Federer hat everywhere they go. <laughs> and then being, you just know, <laughs> Philip can never be disappointed with a Roger hat. <laughs> so true. So yeah, let's start with gear. Uh, Obviously, there's so much gear out there. Roger Federer has now gone to the Uniglo camp. And unfortunately, it's been kind of hit and miss trying to find uh, RF merchandise from Uniqlo. But I feel like in the last couple of times, uh, people have been telling me that, you know, maybe the supply is back and they're they're finding the hats. Especially if you go into the stores, it seems for some reason harder on the Uniqlo website to find an RF merchandise. And it's not often listed but for some reason, it's actually in the stores if you show up. So the last hat that someone gave me, they bought at a store in Santa Monica, a Uniqlo hat, just walked in, bought it. So it was there. Uh, and yet, if you try to buy it online, it's often out of stock. So I guess the two are not connected. Yeah. I, I was in a Uniqlo store about a month ago, I think. And there was lots of Roger Federer hats. Exactly. They had a great selection. Yeah. But uh, I think um, for... They only have the hats there, you know, all, all the shirts and things like that. They don't. I didn't see them. Right. I mean, the last clothes that I've seen from Roger Federer was when Uniqlo was selling kind of a limited edition of the brown outfit that he wore at, during the clay season. The, the one, the one that everyone loves so much. <laughs> well, he did get quite a few comments from that. And if I actually look right on Uniqlo right now, today's December 19th, there are two Roger Federer hats listed. There's a red with a white logo and a gray with a black logo, both selling for $30 a piece. And then they do have the Roger with the R spelled backwards, you know, that one. and the Oh, the blue. like the Go Roger? Yeah, Go Roger, exactly. But... Uh, and it's and here's a special deal for you if you're uh, a little bit bigger because they actually have either 3XL uh, in that shirt or they have extra, extra small. And it's only $9.90 right now. Final sale. Oh. So that's pretty good. I guess I hey, could... Hey, th- th- that'd be good for pajamas too if you're not... Oh, there you, you go. Know, XXL. That's a great example, yeah. And it does look like they have multiple colors again in those same you know strange sizes yeah now you're you're gonna have me going on the website shopping (laughs) oh and of course the brown everyone's favorite color actually brown they actually have small medium and large and only 990 
but you know, it's it's brown. For ten bucks. For ten bucks. That's a good deal. Uh I'll wear brown. Right? <laughs> it's and it doesn't it says black, but the picture is very brownish. So I don't know. It, it's kind of a very light black, so it almost has a brown tint to it, it seems. But wow, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and buy this right now. Okay, one one Christmas gift done. <laughs> Boom! Christmas is writing itself. <laughs> See, we go. actually we don't do the show for you guys. We actually do the show so that we can just get our shopping done. <laughs> and I wish some of our fan favorite reporters were on here because I have no clue on how to buy Rafa or Djokovic merchandise. Do you? Uh, no. I mean, I I'm, I'm pretty sure they sell some of that stuff on like Tennis Warehouse or Midwest Express and things like that. Yeah. Um, or what is that that new one that's always on the Tennis Channel? Um, oh gosh, I can't remember, but they have all the big name, all the pros sponsoring on the commercial and it's some place like that I had never heard of um, Yeah, until recently. Well, I know Djokovic is basically Lacoste and he's sponsored by Lacoste. And so they do have a lot of Lacoste stuff on there and they, they'll say, you know, like, uh, Lacoste Djokovic jacket, but it doesn't have the Djokovic logo on it, you know? It just has the Lacoste logo, and it's purple. <laughs> oh. So if you want to look like Prince, <laughs> you got that going on. There uh, you go. They do have some shirts. like uh, They're kind of like 70s multicolor shirts, like three different colors of blue in bands. And they have like color blocks. Um, and actually, these do have the Djokovic logo on the sleeve. So they have the Lacoste shirts there. These are at, on clearance. All of these are on clearance. But even at clearance, they were regularly priced at $110 for a polo shirt. And on clearance sale, they're $74.97. I mean, that's pretty high, don't you wow. think? Wow. What's, mm-hmm. what's up with that, Lacoste? Is it because it's imported from... Great Britain or something? Uh, yeah, maybe the, their name brand too they think is uh, worth it. Yeah. Makes me wonder. I, I would love to see the stats on who sells more merchandise, Roger, Rafa, or Djokovic, Novak. What do you think? Well, I you know, that's a great, that's a great question. Up until probably last year, I would have said Roger probably yeah. all the way every year. But, you know, he's been off the scene for a while, so I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if if no lays making a push, you know, I have been there competitive and sometimes you win sometimes. You and lose. you told me something really interesting. You said that you loved a Rafa hat that you had. I, I'm outing you as a Rafa fan. <laughs> totally. Totally. Well, I mean, I am, I am a, a Rafa fan. Uh, as we both are. Except, except when he plays Roger, then of course, you know, I have been there competitive and sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. I, I wish, you know, feet to fall off and I don't know some, something horrible to happen just so that Roger can have an easy win but uh, <laughs> yeah I do have a Rafa hat that I got at Indian Wells probably eight or nine years ago and it's the best hat in terms of uh, like the the material so always is a special feeling it's so breathable and it's lightweight and it's great for like when you're sweating when you're playing tennis yeah. it's my favorite playing tennis hat so it probably um, like has Rogers hats are generally like they're more 
they're like a thicker material, like a regular type of ball cap. Yeah, can- um, canvas, huh? Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say canvas, and I was like, is that a word for hats? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, the Rafa hats, which are, um, they were Nike, and it was like, um, gosh, there's that specific material. It's called something. Dry fit. Um, dry, dry fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do really, really miss the fact that Roger used to have a Nike deal, and so he actually had uh, RF dry fit hats back in the day. And those were the best because, like you said, the material is superior in that it, what do they call it, sweat wicking? It actually absorbs the sweat and kind of like dries very quickly versus the traditional canvas hat where, you know, it absorbs the sweat and it stains the hat actually. So after a lot of use, you'll actually have like a water stain on that canvas that it's really hard to get out. I've actually tried to toothbrush them out and, (laughs) you know, done all kinds of things to make it look better. It just doesn't look that great, you know? It's true. Uh, interestingly, for Rafa fans, they do have the Nike men's summer Rafa hats with the bull logo, which I like. It's a great logo. And those hats are 1997 right now on clearance. Uh, they have like a light green and a light gray hat, both of them for $20. And those, I think, are the dry fit ones. And then they have the regular canvas uh, Rafa hats that are like the bull logo as well and these are kind of a little gaudier they're like bright blue and bright red but those are 28 dollars. so i don't know why you would buy the regular it's called a heritage hat why would you buy the heritage hat when it's not dry fit or i don't know if it is let me just see if it is dry fit i don't think so though Oh, it says it has a uh, moisture-wicking headband. So even though the hat material itself is not dry fit, the headband, it says, is moisture-wicking. Oh, that's cool. And that's on Nike website? No, I'm looking at Tennis Tennis Warehouse. Wow. Why is Djokovic's merchandise so much more expensive? That's crazy. Hmm. Let me see if there's a Djokovic hat that people can buy. Have you ever seen anyone wear a Djokovic hat? I've only seen I've seen Lacoste, of course. They have a Lacoste hat, but you know he has that D logo. I feel like I see it in the stands every once in a while, like when I'm watching a tennis match. Yeah. But I haven't seen anyone in person. But I haven't really been yeah. seeing anyone in person lately. <laughs> <laughs> True. So interestingly, there is no D logo hat on Tennis Warehouse. So that might be just like a distribution issue, right? I don't yeah. know. You you would think that. You, you'd want to go to kind of the biggest name in online. Yeah, so there are a couple of places that sell it when I just do a quick look for it. But uh, nothing, it's interesting, all the places that are listing it have it as kind of a, they're like un, names that I've never heard of, websites, <laughs> spreadshirt.com, uh, wish.com, which makes me feel a little bit like they're probably knockoffs, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I definitely think however however you go about getting, whether it's authentic merchandise or some other website, if you have a tennis fan in your life and you know their favorite player, they're probably going to like to sport something of they're their gonna, favorite player. They're going to love that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, try to buy the original and authentic ones that are actually branded from the company that they are sponsored because you're usually going to get a higher quality because there are tons and tons of knockoffs, right? Mm -hmm. Lots of merchandise that has an RF or a Rafa logo, but it might not necessarily be a true Nike hat or a true Uniqlo hat. And, you know, you kind of get what you pay for there and you'll see why it's like so cheap. You know, although these uh, actual Nike hats are 10 bucks, so that's a good deal. Oh, wow. Yeah. $10 the, hat in general is a pretty good deal. $10 hat in general. And, it's, and especially if it's a dry fit, I mean, I'll wear a Rafa hat for 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shoot, I think I paid like 35 for mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, and these are really nice, too. So I might have to add that to my basket as well. I'm just killing it today. <laughs> yes. Uh oh. Well, as we've been talking, I I actually already bought a few Roger Federer shirts on the Uniqlo website. So now I'm gonna go to Tennis Warehouse and check out those hats because my Rafa hat is um, it's old and you know. Yeah. I've, I've really well, done it. Done it in. You have so many hats. I remember the first time I met you, you proudly showed me your uh, Roger collection, and you had so many. I mean, at what time? How? What was the max? Do you think of number of hats? Oh, uh, I probably I probably had around ten or eleven, maybe yeah. twelve. I, I think I was giving some of them away to some friends that I knew yeah. were Roger fans. I got them all at the at the U.S. Open. Oh, really? Yeah, I kind of. Uh, had a moment where I was used to going to at Indian Wells, they used to only have like one Roger shirt and one Rafa shirt and yeah. one Roger hat and one Rafa hat. And I'd, so I'd buy like whatever they had. Well, I went to New York and they had like a whole stand all dedicated to Roger Federer. They nice. had like 15 different shirts, every different color, 15 different hats. They had posters. They had the, his jacket. Um, they had all kinds of stuff. I spent like $600. I said, one of everything, please, in medium. And, uh, <laughs> I went home with one of everything, literally. <laughs> wow. Wow. And I, I've literally never seen that. I only go to to Indian Wells, sadly, but I've never seen Uniqlo have a booth of their product. Yeah, me neither. But I, have, I haven't been to Indian Wells in, I think, three years now, which is really crazy because yeah. I had a, quite a streak going. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I've missed the last two years. How sad. Well, maybe next year. Yeah. It'd be really fun if I could get all our fan favorite reporters just to do a quick little thing like, what's your favorite Christmas gift, uh, tennis-related Christmas gift? So I'm going to try to do that this week and see if I can get them to just do a shout-out and a Merry Christmas. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> well, something else that I think would be really great for a tennis fan right now is to just buy them movie tickets to this amazing King Richard movie that's out right now. Don't you think that would be a great idea? Yes, 100%. Um, it is a great movie. And if they're not able to go to the um, theater, maybe you can buy them like an HBO pass because yes. I think it's streaming on HBO Max. Right, right. So maybe you could just sign them up for like, you know, few months or a year or whatever i don't i don't know how much it is and depending on your how much you want to spend on your gift but if they if they're unable to go to the movie theaters yeah I, either way it's a great movie for all people like several people in my life who aren't even tennis fans watched it and they really enjoyed it oh that's so great good reviews yeah what what an amazing story i'm really hoping it has a very positive impact on tennis culture in general 
and more people will be inspired, especially girls, because uh, I went to this Adidas training on girls in sports, and they were saying that in record numbers, middle eight, middle school and high school girls are dropping out of sports. Um, and this was even before COVID. So I got to imagine during COVID, wow, there's very little sports action happening. going to be interesting to see when we come out of COVID, knock on wood, what's going to happen. But it would be really great to have this movie inspire a whole generation of, of girls in tennis. Heck yeah. I mean, American women's tennis, I don't think is, uh, is hurting at all. I feel like we have just a really bright future, but we can we need more, right? Like the next generation needs to be needs to be picking up that racket now and learning. Yeah, it's really exciting what's happening at the pro level as far as like uh, high level American girls. But uh, when I'm on court in the recreational uh, situation, I don't see a lot of it. Uh, I see probably 90% men playing tennis, 10 to 20% women playing tennis. Uh, so I would love to see more kids uh, playing and younger girls getting into the sport. And, you know, it's it's such a wonderful scholarship opportunity for girls that are incredibly talented as well. I feel like tennis is the sport that has the greatest motivation for girls because you can reach the highest heights versus you know basketball soccer all these other team sports um still struggling right i mean financially yeah and serena is perfect example of that yeah i mean king richard is the perfect example right that's the whole premise of his life and and plan and the movie um, which is based on obviously the true story is that he saw how lucrative a tennis career could be and went after it and he wasn't wrong (laughs) it's true it's true (laughs) yeah and look at serena now she she actually just tweeted uh like a month ago people have asked been asking me what i've been doing lately well i've been launching my ipo that just you know passed certain billions or something (laughs) i thought that was funny great opportunity for me you know i didn't know um, a couple of months ago where I was, where I would be, how I would do, how I would, you know, be able to come back. It was such a long, it was such a long way to the, to see light at the end of the road, kind of. Wow. <laughs> and I know Reddit is about to launch an IPO as well, which is her husband's company. And I mean, that's just going to be insane, you know? Yeah. Do you ever go on Reddit and read like the tennis stuff that's happening on there? I, I haven't in a while. I think in 2020, when we first locked down, I yeah. became quite a Reddit user, daily user. But yeah. it's it's all a bit much for me. So It is. I, it is. It's a lot. Uh, it's a huge another rabbit hole to fall down into. <laughs> totally. Totally. But I will say that the tennis podcast that we both listen to, they have a really good Reddit forum and... Um, it's a lot of fun kind of following along there. And sometimes like David and some of the hosts will actually uh, say something in that forum, which is kind of fun. I hear them. I hear them but reference I guess it on the show. And I've, I've just like, I don't know. I've, I just, I guess I've never went back. Maybe one of these days yeah. I will. <laughs> yeah. But you can also talk to them 
fairly directly on Twitter. I mean, I've actually had a couple of responses from David on Twitter. Um, so if you're looking to connect with tennis reporting, podcast royalty, Twitter is the place to be, I think. Yes, I think I'm, I'm going to have to. Next time we hang out, you'll have to give me a tutoring session. Uh, Twitter just confuses the hell out of me. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, how did I become this so technologically challenged? You're not. You're not challenged. It's okay. Uh, the Instagram is quite easy, so that's where I kind of stick to my these days. Well, speaking of technology, our favorite tennis technology company, of course, is Tennis Pal. And so one uh, option for gift giving for your tennis friend is to actually buy coaching for them on tennispal.com because there are they do offer online coaching there and you can connect with a lot of really high level coaches that are there as well and actually Pam Shriver is actually on Tennis Pal as well and uh, Sarah Stone who we interviewed I'll put a reference in the show notes of that interview who heads up the Women's Tennis Coaching Association she's actually on Tennis Pal as a coach as well and lots of other really high-level coaches. So I would highly recommend visiting TennisPal.com, our sponsor for the show, and um, checking out the coaching app. Just giving them the knowledge of TennisPal.com is a gift too, don't oh, you think? Oh, for sure. TennisPal, you have to have that app if you're a tennis fan at all. Um, I would hope that anyone listening to this podcast should already have it and be using it and probably agrees that how amazing it is for many different reasons. There's so many different reasons to go on there and find it useful. But also, not only can you get like online coaching there, um, well, you could find like a local coach or you can you can find an online coach, like someone if you want video coaching, that's available too. Right. So there's just so many options. That's what's great about it. Yeah, and the people who run it are good friends of ours and really just the, the greatest people who really care about tennis. And that's why we're so committed and supported. Uh, supportive of their incredible app. We really want them to succeed because they're really trying to do something that will help grow the game. And the the motivation is pure from these guys. So we love Tennis Pal. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring our show. It's been three years now that they've sponsored this show. And we really appreciate them and uh, love what they're doing on Tennis Pal. You can, of course, go visit TennisPal.com and download the app there. But they also have a blog online as well. And you can interact with them uh, directly through the message concierge. Once you download the app, you can talk to them directly about where you are, what you're trying to do. And if you're looking to connect with a tennis player, person in your area if you're on the travel or you're at home you can enter your zip code and find members in the area and i mean members in the free sense because it's actually free to use uh, and find people in your area that you can play with so it's so great it's my favorite super it's, super it's great for for loners like me who don't have well all my friends don't play tennis or like you know they have kids and stuff like that so it's it's perfect for me because i can find pickup games like really easy well, and the key to tennis really is seeing different kinds of balls. So it's so great for you to be able to not only play with your regular people, but you really want to f find other people who have completely different styles, different ways of hitting the ball, moving the ball around, and learning to uh, adapt and deal with that as well. So it's always good to have variety in your tennis community. For sure. What else do we got here? What other Christmas presents can I expect from you, Philip? What are you getting me? No, I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need some tennis shoes? Because 
I think te- shoes are where most of my money go in tennis. Uh, I spend more money on tennis shoes than anything else, uh, including racket strings. And, and the reason we're not recommending rackets and racket strings is it's such a personal decision, don't you think? I agree, but I would actually say that shoes, depending on the person, you know, can be personal as well. Um, and I only say that because I actually bought a pair of Adidas Barricade shoes maybe six years ago. <laughs> And uh, they are expensive, right? I must have spent over $200 for these shoes. And I don't actually particularly like them, but I feel wow. I feel like um, pressured to use them because I don't want to go buy another $200 pair of shoes um, that are yeah. lighter. They're actually, I think the reason why I don't like them, they have great um, traction, but they're just kind of heavy. And so I, I just don't feel they light are. on the very court. Very clunky. Yeah, yeah very yeah. clunky. And um so, but that being said, I think it depends on the person, you know, um, some, some people are, I'll just say some people have different things. Like for me, shoes would be more, more important and a racket. I probably wouldn't know the difference as much because I'm not good enough. <laughs> Whereas like, you know, you would, you would definitely be able to tell like, this isn't my racket or, you know, this is strung too tight or this head is like. 98 inches why is it so big (laughs) Uh, (laughs) why is it so big (laughs) you're so funny (laughs) things like that and then uh shoes shoes might be different but look the great thing about tennis shoes is like if they don't like them for tennis you could still wear them right they they're still function it's like you can you're gonna like walk around with a racket while you're shopping yeah Um, there's only one use for a tennis racket shoes can be all-encompassing in your life Sure. So I guess the the smart money goes towards a gift card in this idea, trying to get someone maybe a gift card for Tennis Warehouse. Or if you know your stores in your local area, for instance, for us here in Southern California, Apex Racket Works with our really good friend Julian, he can get shoes for you. He can recommend the right shoes for you. He can learn your game. He's a coach, a player, and a world-class tennis stringer. So if you wanted to go talk to Julian at Apex, he could definitely recommend what kind of shoe to purchase for your player. But like you said, why not just get an Apex Racket gift card and and then they can go and try them on in-store. Racket Doctor, of course, in Los Feliz as well. And there's a couple of other really good places that sell shoes that you can actually try them on. You're probably not going to go to Big Five Macy's to find shoes for tennis specifically. It's kind of tough. Every sports shoe now is called a tennis shoe, yeah. right? It's so confusing. <laughs> it's true. They just don't have the so same I, amount of grip and uh, the structure, right? They're, it's, they're not like manufactured to handle the side-by-side rigors of right, tennis. The yeah, support. and so they'll exactly. I've had a I wore a pair of quote unquote tennis shoes once and the first day I wore them my foot went right through the shoe. But with, with, with like oh, a wow. I did a hard stop for like a ball out wide and uh wow. yeah. Just foot went rip right through cuz it just you know tennis shoes are are specifically made for the motions of tennis. Yeah. So Definitely want to yeah. get the ones that are made for it. Right, especially on the hard court. Like uh, I've actually seen some people in my area, they bought badminton shoes 
which kind of makes sense. It's similar, but usually badminton is played indoors on a kind of a softer wood surface versus the cement surface that we play tennis. And so those shoes like tore literally in the first time of use because they're so mm-hmm. soft, right? Versus uh, like the barricades you were talking about, they are clunky and heavy and and have a huge base on their heel. But I tell you, they are super, super stable. So. Yeah. Uh, people who like that heavy stability for the side-to-side motion, uh, it's really great. Some people prefer maybe like an Asics Speeds uh, shoe that is a lot lighter, a uh, lot faster, but still has a lot of stability on the side as well. So, yeah, shoes are shoes are, can be very personal. You're absolutely right. But uh, I tell you, it is the number one expense for a tennis player i think because i for me i literally have to get new shoes every three months so i'm constantly searching google (laughs) and what i do is i put in parentheses shoes for tennis not tennis shoes because if you put in parentheses shoes for tennis you often find better searches that come up and for me personally i can actually find shoes that are 20 30 dollars often that are high level shoes uh, adidas prince um sometimes uh, barricades, things like that, that are, that are just overstocked somewhere and they're just trying to dump them. And so I'll literally buy five pairs uh, if I can. Nice. And just store store them because if I can get it for 20 or 30 bucks, wow, I'm going to save a lot. And uh, so those deals are available out there. But uh, yeah, for the gift side, kind of tough because uh, it is such a personal, you're right there. So so gift card on that set, tennis warehouse. Where, where? Or I guess if you're if you're the parent, yes. right, you probably know, it's probably easier to buy shoes for a child. Yeah. If you know the parent of someone. Yeah. Now, have you ever bought junior tennis shoes? I've, I've never done that, but I wondered if you had and how those compare. I have not. Mm. I know nothing about them. To be honest, it didn't even cross my mind as I was saying you're the parent until you right. said it. <laughs> well, I know a lot of women that I've talked to who play tennis, they just buy junior tennis shoes because their feet actually fit. So they might be junior men's or boys tennis shoes, but their feet actually fit. And they're actually shoes for tennis. Uh, so there'll be a barricade, but a junior. And they're typically 10 to $20 cheaper. But I don't know what that means. Like, what is the construction of a junior shoe? Is it any less? Why Why is it sold for less, you know? <laughs> so I would be interested yeah. to see that kind of report on that. And I really don't know myself. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I buy junior clothes sometimes yeah. because with, uh, with sporting equipment in general, like, it's cheaper to buy junior stuff. So I'll buy the extra, extra large of a junior something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... The the quality seems fine, but that's like clothing. That's not shoes. Shoes is a totally different ball game. But I have to imagine they use the same. They probably use the same material and production process. It's just a smaller shoe with a different label. Yeah, you would think so. Or maybe, yeah. So good for them for getting that deal. My feet are too big. I can't wear junior shoes. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, unfortunately. You know, something that I got recently that was so fun and made me really happy and very inexpensive was a Funko Pop doll uh, from a tennis player. Have you seen those yet? Yes. I mean, I've seen the Roger ones. I haven't seen other ones. Are there a lot of them out there? There's quite a few. Um, I have the Roger one. And then my friend, she actually sent me the Maria Sharapova one. So now now I have a boy and a girl. You have the best boy and a girl combination, Roger and Maria. Because they knew. My favorite. I know. They knew it was my favorite. 
three years ago, we first did our holiday gift guide for tennis players. I was talking about a Roger figurine that was actually made of clay that from my friend in Italy. And so we were actually letting people know about his amazing artwork. He handcrafts these and bakes them. And it literally was a Funko Pop doll, but made out of clay and, you know, with a hand-carved racket, just insane. So it was like over $100. These Funko Pop dollars are plastic, so they're pretty unbreakable. They're not as fragile. And they actually sell for $12 on Amazon. Wow. Well, for... that, That's nice to have options. Yeah. Right? So if, I'm looking at Amazon uh... right now, and for tennis, you can actually... Uh, purchase the Roger Federer doll at 12 and they also have a Funko Pop Legends of Tennis Bjorn Borg <laughs> nice uh, so they have a Bjorn Borg it's interesting because he actually has a beard in this one and uh, I always think of him as a little bit of a beard but not not a ton but this one is like you have to order um, add to your um, order list but it's not available but the interesting thing is that I've actually seen these Funko Pop dolls like as collector's items being sold for like 50 to a hundred dollars these exact same plastic ones so I'm not sure if they're always available but it looks like I can purchase this Roger one right now yeah for 12 so I mean they're just gonna make extra ones right and oh here's a list of them on uh, funkopop.com they have amanda anasimova which is kind of random right like why her yes very random <laughs> <laughs> i love her but i don't know why it's her and it, and when i look at that one she looks like marie sharpova <laughs> She she looks like yeah, Sharapova. I mean the said? doll. Well, she kind of has that look. Yeah, I mean the the Sharapova doll yeah. and the Anasimova doll are like almost exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, and the and the Victoria Azarenka and the Anna Kornikova. No, I'm kidding. I'm just gonna name all the the povas, all the long blonde pony ponytails. All the povas, yeah. Uh, yeah. They have a John McEnroe doll. I like that one because he's got like curly hair. It looks like curls on that one. So that looks pretty cool. And it looks like he's holding a wood racket there. Of course, they have the Rafa Nadal doll as well. That's nice. And then they have a Venus doll. So I'm surprised they don't have a Serena doll here. Oh, they have a Nick Curios doll. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, we got to have Nick. <laughs> so those are a lot of fun options. Interestingly, the Venus doll, uh, the price is hidden, so I'm going to add it to my cart and see how much it is. Ooh, the Venus doll is $20. So for some reason, the Venus doll is more expensive. Maybe because King Richard just came I out. I think so. Let's see how much the Nadal one Might is. Might have jacked up the price. Yeah. The doll, um, Nadal is, yeah. Well, there's only used ones of the Nadal, so they must be out of print of that one right now. And then the John McEnroe one is uh, eleven ninety six, and this is actually an Amazon choice. <laughs> huh. I'm not sure why. <laughs> so super fun. Uh, if you and this of course doesn't just limited to tennis. They have like uh, Tiger Woods and many other dolls. So if your tennis lover is a sports fanatic, they have tons of sports figures there. And really fun doll for 12 bucks, non-breakable because it's all plastic and cute as all get, right? Would, they are would you want one of those? Uh, you know, Philip, I am graciously keeping my mouth quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't really, um, 
in my personal life, I don't support Amazon or, you know, plastic figurines. I know, that's the bad. <laughs> just because I'm a quite a bit of, I don't want to call myself an environmentalist because that's just, that's just a stretch. Yeah. But I'm very I'm mindful of my carbon footprint and the waste that I bring into I the world. I love that. I love so, that. So uh, no, I think like if I got one, I would, of course, it would be cute. I'd cherish it yeah. forever and I would try to keep it forever so that it doesn't end up in a landfill till I'm dead. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, and that, but yeah, I mean, I, I would rather have like, te- you know, the other kind of thing that tennis does bad, like tennis balls, but at least I could use them. I could play with them and then my dogs could play with them and then they could, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Go on the end of a, somebody's walker, right. you know? So, well, how how it have, have more uses? How about a two D image then? Because there are tons of poster options for all of these tennis heroes as well. And with the explosion of Etsy, I mean, there's a lot of individual artists who are creating tennis figures and posters that are really beautiful and something that maybe you can put up on your wall. Does is that work for you a little better? Yeah, so much better. I mean. It's supporting supporting local artists, small smaller artists. So cool. Etsy is a, is a platform I can get behind a lot more than Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, for sure. And then yeah, so many cool posters ideas. And like I said, I I remember getting my first Roger Federer poster at the U.S. Open, and just it, it was so cool. Yeah. It was like, oh, I got a poster of Roger Federer. Well, I'm very happy. Um, now I think maybe at my age, and that if I probably wouldn't have a poster. Well, maybe in my garage in the studio, right? There you go. Yeah. yeah. Some Roger posters, Maria, Serena. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I Right above the desk where I'm sitting, where we do the podcast, I actually have a piece of art that's a Toulouse-Lautrec print that looks like a French cafe, which is really cool. But I've often said, I need to replace that with a Roger Federer poster. So that's a, nice. that's a great feeling. And um... Nice. I remember <laughs> when my Roger Federer poster got ruined when I moved. It got, like, smashed, and I was so oh, hard. No. I was like, no! Oh, no. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, now you've given me... I think posters is a great gift idea and they're probably really reasonably priced as well. You know, that's the thing to me to bring to Indian Wells to get your favorite player to sign. If you could have a sign poster above your desk, I mean that you're one step closer, right? So that's a, that's a great feeling. And um... I mean, that would be super cool. Recently, a friend of mine, David Lindberger uh, created a piece of artwork for Rosie Casals, who is, you know, the grand slam champion and original tennis legend part of the original nine and uh, he he created this beautiful colorful rainbow artwork of her hitting a backhand and uh, just was awesome so he sent it to Rosie saying hey go ahead and make as many prints of these as you like sign them and auction them off for her foundation and I thought wow that's really really beautiful that he would do that for one and just the piece of art is really cool too so and this is more artistic it has more of an artistic feel to it it's not actually photographic in that way so it really has a kind of an art value as well because he's an artist so I love I that love idea that. as well. Find yeah. an artist that creates that kind of artwork uh, that loves tennis or is honoring someone within tennis. Um, and I think that would be great. 
Speaking of charities, I think a great uh, uh, option for a tennis gift, maybe that for the friend that has everything, make a donation to a charity like Rosie's uh, charity in the name of your friend. One option is Love and Love Tennis Foundation, Rosie Casals, and I do this really great program where we're helping inner city kids and underprivileged kids play tennis and learn tennis so that we're not only getting people who can afford, you know, high price coaches and um, have access to tennis courts, which tend to be in the you know, more affluent areas, but uh, really trying to spread the love of tennis to more underprivileged kids. And she has, she herself was an underprivileged kid. If you listen to our podcast interview of her talking about coming from the wrong side of the tracks and learning to play tennis at Golden Gate Park in San Francisco, just right there on the streets, um, and yet became a Grand Slam champion multiple times and, you know, Billie Jean King's partner and wrote history by creating the Women's Tennis Association, right? So how great to be a part of a story like that if someone was, you know, could find tennis and, and had the talent, uh, but just never were exposed to it. Yes, I think that's an amazing idea. Uh, if you want to donate to Rosie's Foundation, just look it up on Facebook. It's Love and Love Tennis Foundation, and there's a donation button there. The cool thing about donating through Facebook rather than PayPal or other online charities is that Facebook actually does not take a uh, fee from the donation. So like PayPal, you'll pay like a 2.9% administrative fee. Uh, Facebook uses Network for Good, and Network for Good allows the charity to receive 100% of your donation. So I highly recommend using that Facebook link. I'm not sure that's true for every Facebook charity out there, but it definitely is true for the Love and Love Tennis Foundation. That's awesome. I didn't know yeah. that. So I always direct people to our foundation Facebook link just because more of the money goes directly to the program. Nice. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great idea, a gift idea. Yeah, I think so too. And as the new year is coming right up, uh, a lot of people are going to be thinking about how do I get in shape, right, <laughs> at the <laughs> new year, make New Year's resolutions. And so my friend Marsha has created this book, Yoga for Tennis, and uh, it's a really great book about how to get your body in shape, kind of multidisciplinary. Uh, that you can add to your tennis game so that you increase strength and flexibility. And she actually created a little bit of an audio commercial about a contest that she's running right now. So I'm going to play that right now. Hi, guys. Happy holidays. Hope you're all well. And you're looking forward to a brand new year right around the corner. As you know, I'm a yoga professional and my tennis pro friend, PK, and I co-authored a book called Yoga for Tennis, designed for us tennis players to stay really strong and flexible and reduce our injuries for a lifetime on the court. We're both really proud of it. It's over 150 pages and it's got pictures and modifications and ways to get you into each and every pose, whether you are an experienced yogi or you've never rolled out a mat. Professional tennis players such as Serena and Annie Murray and Novak Djokovic all have added yoga to their tennis training and rave about it and all the benefits of it. So we want to make it really easy for you this holiday. And we're giving away a free copy of our, of our Yoga for Tennis book. To enter, all you have to do is send your name and email address to aces at lovesetmatch.net. 
by December 31st, and a lucky winner will be picked on January 2nd. It's that easy. If you'd also like to maybe purchase a book on your own, please go to lovesetmatch.net and you can download the book for $5. And if you'd like to go ahead and purchase one through the month of December, we're also offering two different phone consultations, one from myself to help you navigate the book, maybe best way to use it or any tips that I might have for you and based on like maybe any issues you might have with your injuries or anything like that, as well as PK can give you tips for your tennis game. So until then, I hope all is well. Have a great holiday and namaste. So that's my good friend, Marsha. She is just amazing. A certified yoga instructor, used to be a fitness instructor for the Navy. So she would actually train Navy officers for their fitness exam. That's who does that, right? Yeah, that's super cool. Definitely uh, (laughs) someone you want on your side if if you're looking to learn about fitness or in a dark alley yeah yeah that too (laughs) that too so the contest of course is if you purchase a book uh now through the end of the year you actually can win a free consultation with her about yoga in your life and how to do that as well as a consultation with me about your tennis so if you're interested in hearing uh from me or from marcia uh go ahead and purchase a book anyone who just enters by sending their email address to aces at lovesetmatch.net with yoga for tennis in the subject you'll be entered in to win a free copy of the book by december 31st so hope you'll do that and might be a great christmas present for someone in your life nice i I think think that that i think that was the best gift that you mentioned oh well, it's always nice to increase flexibility. I tell you, the older I get, the more inflexible I feel. And you, you know what? That? Yeah, totally. And and sometimes it can be a matter of like three days, right? Yes. Like in yeah. three days, you're like, wait a second. I, I could move my leg three days ago better than this. You know, like if you, it's, it's, it becomes so much more apparent the whole like move it or lose it. Like yeah. if you don't move it, you lose it. Uh, there, there have been a few things where I've just noticed, yeah, definitely yoga's so important. Um, I struggle with getting into it because of my, I have spinal fusions that make yoga kind of weird for me. Um, but it is still so beneficial and helpful. And anytime I ever do any of it, I'm so happy that I did. Right. You never hear someone like doing yoga and be like, wow. What a waste of time. No, it's always like, wow, that felt really great. And what a good, what a good and productive and beautiful way to spend my time. And I feel like, you know, with this pandemic, we all have become people who just sit at our desk in front of our computers on a Zoom call, or we're just looking at our phones. And we really have gotten out of just even walking to and from work, walking to and from the office, walking to and from our desk. Mm -hmm. And I'm just pinned to this thing all the time. And I feel like it really affects my back, which eventually has affected my serve. I feel like, oh, gosh, I need to rebuild my back from just sitting for so long you know it's just crazy like you said a couple of days with too many hours sitting and i'm feeling it yep so terrible and you actually get out there and play tennis can you imagine how how my back's doing over here no (laughs) (laughs) well i think it affects all of us for sure (laughs) 
<laughs> it's true. It's true. I got to tell you, Philip, since you mentioned the Etsy, I've been on here looking at and there, there is so there is so much cool stuff. I definitely think people should check out the Etsy. What do you sure. see? Sh- share um, a couple. Well, of-, of course, I looked up Roger Federer, and I just see lots of really cool like paintings of of him for like wall art. And then there's also like calendars. Um, people make like calen- uh candles and um, with like Roger Roger on the candle. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Jesus, yeah, exactly. It's kind so of that's funny. a that's a great uh, feeling and um, sacrilegious. So, but there's coffee. There's like coffee cups. Um, there's just a lot of different things, right? So, I definitely think that you can find a, a, a lot of cool ideas here. Very cool. Hey, and I just want to end. We had talked about kind of pain, and you know, in the life of a tennis player, pain is is kind of normal, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. you're dealing with pain. And one of the things that has really helped me out is just a heat uh, massager that I've been using. Now, now a lot of people use all different kinds of massages. The therapy gun has become super popular, right? I've never used that, so I don't know how that is. But the one that I do use, it's just a um, kind of a pad with four balls that rotate and then they heat up as well. So I'm going to put a link in the description. I'm not sponsored in any way by these people, but I use it every day. Every time I'm sitting down to watch, you know, a Marvel Disney Channel <laughs> show, <laughs> I'm nice. sitting on this massager and it just loosens up the lower areas of my back or maybe the areas of my thighs. Um, I, I might extend my legs and put it on my calves and give them a workout. Just increasing circulation. I feel like it does wonders. And it's only like $50 to have a massager like this. Uh, You can get one that plugs into the wall or you can get one that's kind of battery operated. I prefer the plug into the wall because I find like the battery one gets weaker and weaker. And I don't like that. I like to have that constant pressure. Mm -hmm. But it is kind of a pain to have that cord all the time, you know. Nice. But yeah, I highly recommend uh, getting a massager for yourself and just using it. It creates circulation. Uh, it definitely elongates the mes- muscle bellies and helps them to stay flexible and longer. So, you know, a lot of times the pain that we feel is from the tension and the tightness of our muscles. And we don't even realize that we're so tight and so tense sometimes, you know? Yes, I'm a big fan of heat. For sore, for soreness, yeah. just muscle health in general. So it's yeah. so nice, right? It's it pro- promotes an environment of relaxation for your muscles. Just really make, yeah. helps them relax. Yeah, you know. So sit on this instead of you know jumping into a hot bath for an hour or something. You know, it's uh, it's a lot more convenient and feel feels great. I want to highly recommend it. So it's just a neck and back massager. Um, that has heat rollers in it. So I'll put that in the description and you guys can click on that and get that for your friend because uh, no matter what they do, they probably would love to have this. It doesn't even matter if you play tennis, but yeah, definitely right? if you play tennis, you're going you're gonna to love it. Yes. I'm, I'm thinking it sounds really nice right now. <laughs> also because it's like cold, you know, so yes, I'm just having yes. the warmth. Oh, that sounds great. I'm imagining I'm imagining it's rubbing my back right now. <laughs> we all need more massages in our life, that's for sure. Yes. 
Well, I think that's going to do it for our gift guide. It was a lot of fun sharing this time with you and just dreaming about all these wonderful gifts out there uh, that I can selfishly buy for myself. <laughs> for sure. As well, as well as get for other people. And my uh, my basket is full, so I'm ready to place my order. <laughs> nice. I, I, just, I just thought of um, uh, something that – because actually what I asked for – um, someone asked me what I wanted for Christmas in my family and they were like, do you want yeah. drumsticks? And I'm like, no, I have a bunch of drumsticks, but I actually, I use tennis grips on my drumsticks. <laughs> oh, interesting. And, uh, and I use tennis grips on my tennis racket as well. So I, but I realized, oh, I'm out of tennis grips. So it just dawned on me like tennis grips are also a great gift that you can get for someone that, that are like sure. cheap and easy and something that someone's always going to need. They could throw it in their bag and like even if they have some now, they're, they're going to need them down the yeah. road. Yeah. Do you have a favorite kind that you like? Uh, I don't. I generally actually use their Wilson. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The Wilson ones are nice. Yeah. Yeah. But I've, I've always wanted to try the Turner grip or whatever, the blue, mm. the light blue grip that does not slip. I've never tried it, though. Yeah. I don't like those. I've tried it. It... Uh, I mean, I think for people who love it, it's great, but it, it only lasts for like a couple of sessions when I've tried it. Because it absorbs so much sweat, which it does really well, it becomes very soft and easy to tear, and then they just don't last. So you have to literally put a new one on every couple of sessions. Uh, maybe that's just me, but yeah, I, I had to, I didn't, I didn't like the fact that I had to burn through so many of them. Gotcha. Well, then I'm glad I haven't wasted my time to try. <laughs> you might like it, though. I mean, you know, it's it's one of those personal things. My favorite is the Yonix Super Grap, G-R-A-P, uh, which is a little bit more cushiony. So some people like cushiony, some people don't. For me, I like cushiony. So if you like that kind of like softer, pillowy feel in your grip, I would recommend the Yonix Super Grap. They're about seven dollars for three i think so maybe a little bit more expensive than the wilson's i think the wilson's you can get for like four or five dollars for three but i like the wilson ones too i've tried those and they actually have pillowy wilson ones as well that are like a little bit more padded which is awesome yeah awesome. but yeah grip grips are great and that's so funny that you put them on your drumsticks too yeah for sure that's just because i always have them I, I i tend to always try and have them for something right just extra yeah. but yeah it works in my, in my old age the wooden drumsticks start flying out of my hands with carpal tunnel as well right so it's for the safety of band members they don't get a dr fun. drumstick on the side of their head by accident yeah that's funny <laughs> i i actually uh save like when my grips are old I take them off instead of throwing them away because, again, the whole environment thing. I actually bring them home and I put them on my gardening tools. So like on my shovels or my picks or something. And I just wrap that so it just feels a little bit better, If especially if the wood on my shovel is kind of overly dried and kind of cracked. And I want to avoid splinters. Um, that's another use for it. Nice. <laughs> I love it. Great. Tune in for more DIY tips. Yeah, we'll have to do a sustainability podcast next time. Yes, sounds good. <laughs> well, we want to wish everyone a super happy holiday and uh, a very safe and healthy holiday as well. I hope everyone makes it through this uh, time of holidays and uh, doesn't do too many gatherings, but <laughs> enough to make yourself happy. <laughs> yes, yes, just 
Just keep, be, uh, keep, be smart, I guess. Be smart, be safe, wear a mask. That would be super awesome. Here in California, uh, Southern California, they've instituted now the mandatory mask again until January 15th, I think. Indoors. Oh, well, so well, we're back on to wearing masks. Not that I ever took my mask off, but now it's uh, mandated indoors. So until January 15th, we'll be wearing masks indoors, outdoors on a tennis court. It's been okay. And just wishing everybody a really wonderful holiday season and hope these gift giving ideas help you just a little bit to find a perfect gift for your friends. It's a great, great list you made, Philip. Big shout out again to. Tennis Pal, thank you so much for sponsoring us and another year in the books. We really appreciate it. We look forward to talking to each and every one of you in the new year 2022. And may all your serves be aces. Be aces.